Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 119 in Be With Me in the Book of Acts. And I'm going to title today, Running Naked Because of Jesus' Name. What a crazy thing. It's a crazy story. Here's the context. is Paul is in Ephesus. He's there for two years. His uh, He's been very well established. The Lord is with him, and God is doing miracles uh, at his hands, and it even goes to his hankies and his aprons, and a couple of guys try to appropriate that, appropriate um, or misappropriate his power. And this results in them using the name of the Lord in a way that that results in them running away publicly, naked, wounded, and overpowered. Let's listen. Oh, my goodness. This is uh, from Acts 19, verse 11. Uh, and God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons that had touched his skin were carried away to the sick, and their diseases left them, and evil spirits came out of them. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists undertook to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, I adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. Seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this. But the evil spirit answered them, Jesus I know, and Paul I recognized, I recognize current, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit leapt on them, mastered them all, overpowered them, so they fled out of the house naked and wounded. All right, so this is a time of great miracles. And it says that God was doing the miracles. So there was some... Uh, vehicles of the of the miracles one is the hands of paul so that's cool but then it even goes further than this uh it's the hankies of paul and it's the aprons the work aprons of paul so even physical things that had touched paul you remember earlier in acts peter's shadow did the did the same thing in other words the lord is 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 moving the the part that I, I just thought was hilarious about this story, there's a bunch of funny parts, but one is verse 13, then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists. Now, who knew that there was a job category? I knew, you know, you farmers and I'm a carpenter. What, what about you? I'm an itinerant Jewish exorcist. So why would there be such a job? Well, a need that there was enough of a call for this servant's service that there was a whole job category that it like goes without even like explanation. It's like, oh, I'm an itinerant Jewish exorcist. So there certainly is evil. You'd all agree with that, I would think. And evil spirits, and maybe you've had experience with this. Uh, and so the job category is sort of in opposition to this. All right, so in this story, a decision is made by these itinerant Jewish exorcists. They happen to be sons of the high priest. And what they do is they make a decision. The decision is to use the name of Jesus in a certain way. And they see 
you know, good for them. They see the power of Jesus's name. They see the power associated with Jesus' name. Now, they're not in the family of God, and they use this name in in vain, and it turns out badly for them. So they they might they want to borrow and transfer, or imitate, or get control of the power uh, that this name holds. And it's interesting that they don't even call on Jesus like solely. They call on the Jesus. So they don't even like use his name. They they kind of almost like refer to him in the third person, and then they refer to him the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. So they kind of back up from like two degrees of separation, and they basically say, I know a guy who knows a guy, and Jesus is like utilized in the third person. So the application today is in curse words. Now, you may have heard the name of Jesus and Jesus Christ or Jesus, Joseph, and Mary or God used in a nasty way by people uh, that are not believers, that are that is, people that are using the name of God and of Jesus illegitimately. That is, generally people that are cursing, and this is not... 100%, but generally they're outside the family of God and they're calling on a name inside the family of God to give power, weight, authority, or command for the words or thoughts that that they have, that they are invoking the name of Jesus. Now, in the story today, we see that there are consequences for misusing and misappropriating the name of Jesus. It's in the Ten Commandments, don't use the name of the Lord in vain. Now, the the crazy part of the story is these guys get their comeuppance immediately, and they run around naked and all beat up and get sort of publicly shamed for this. So here's the application points about this, is let's be careful in our decisions, obviously. Uh, our decisions make us result into where we are now and where we're going to be uh, shortly. And let's be careful about how we invoke the power of the name in association with God, specifically with regards to cursing. And if you are in the family of God, then examine the way you use his name. Uh, Do you use his name in anger? Do you use it without power? In other words, do you use it in vain? And if so, stop it. If you're in the family of God, you should stop using the name of the Lord in vain. Stop it. And if you're outside the family of God, then stop speaking. You have two choices. One is to stop speaking or invoking as if you're inside the, the family of God. That is using, trying to use his name for power. Or better yet, if you're outside the family of God, then get inside the family of God or, and invoke his name. There's one uh evocation, if that's a word, that the Lord loves to hear if you're outside the family of God. And that is uh, help. And even better, if you can go this far, I'm sorry. And then finally, I believe. I'll see you tomorrow, my brothers and sisters. Let's watch our tongues today.